One of the subjects that preachers used to, to preach about in years gone by was the coming wrath of God. Now, I, I have to confess, I haven't heard a sermon like that lately. I can remember a few when I was uh, in college and visited a church. That preacher, he was loud, and he talked about the coming wrath of God, and death comes unexpectedly, and all of that. And, and he put that fear factor in you. Boy, are you ready for that day when God's wrath is released on this earth? <laughs> Boy, that gave me a headache then, and I'm sure if I heard it every Sunday now, I'd have a headache too. You know, we can remember the old Jonathan Edwards uh, sermon, uh, sinners in the hand in the hand of an angry God. That type of topic. Well, what about that? Is that irrelevant today? Does sin matter to God today? What's his response to sin? Well, I used to teach middle school. Uh, youngsters, and I wanted them to think about that topic. And I had a little routine that I used, and, and I needed a balloon and a pen to teach this lesson. We talk, we'd start talking about sin. Old Testament, God's wrath fell, and you could see God was angry, and people were punished and, and suffered when God's anger was released. Well, what about today? What about the here and now? Have you seen God's anger like that? Have you seen the wrath of God released on earth? Well, no. Well, why not? Has God somehow changed and sin doesn't matter to him? Does he look the other way? Does he pretend that it doesn't happen? What about that? What is God's response to sin today? What's God up to in this regard? All right, so we began to name sin, and they would, they would name some big ones, okay? And I'd say, well, what's God's response to that? And they said, he doesn't like it. He's disappointed. He's angry about that. And I would blow in the balloon, and I would say, you know what? God is storing up that response for a season. And they would name something else, and I'd blow in the balloon. I'd say, God is storing up his response to that sin. And they would talk about others, the sin of others. But I wanted to turn the table, so I'd ask them about personal sin. What about you? Have you ever done anything that, that God didn't like, that was wrong, that God might be disappointed or maybe angry about? What about you? And I would ask them to name something they had done that might not please God, that his response might not be happy. And they would name some things. You know, I took something that wasn't mine. I told something that wasn't true. I treated somebody in a way that wasn't kind and those types of things. And each time they would say something, I would blow in the balloon. And I would say, God is storing up his response to that. Well, they began to get uneasy because they knew sooner or later that balloon was going to pop. And they were expecting that, but uh, we kept going for a little bit, and I would blow into the balloon and get bigger and bigger. And then as I talked about the day, God's response is coming. In the middle of a sentence, I would touch that balloon with a pen, and it would explode. And I told them this, just like that balloon could only store up so much, God can only store up so much. One day, his response to sin is going to explode, and his wrath is going to be released upon the earth. And when we would read from the New Testament book of the Revelation, what that was going to be like, all the death, all the bloodshed, all the heartache, when the wrath of God is released upon planet earth. Well, that's a sobering thought for sure, but that's the bad news. The good news is that Jesus bore the wrath of God for me. 
God knew my sin. He knew that I needed to be punished, and he knew that he couldn't look the other way, forget about it. Somehow pretend it didn't happen. It had to be punished. So Jesus went to the cross for me. The wrath of God, my portion of the wrath of God, struck Jesus that day on that cross. It wasn't stored up. It was released. It was released on Jesus before I was even born. Well, for a season, the God is waiting The Bible says that uh, the kindness of God leads us to repentance. For a season, God is anxious in his compassion and kindness for people to believe, to come to faith, to find that hiding place, that place of escape that can only be found in Jesus. There's no other place to escape. There's no other place to hide. He is our fortress. He is the only place where we can escape the coming wrath of God. Well, this is just something to think about. And when we think about that we can appreciate perhaps more what Jesus did for us.